խնդրում եմ ներեք ինձ ես բաճկոնս հանել եմ I'm thinking I'm in Iran already Ես տաք եմ ուզում ինձ կարծում եմ արդեն Պարսկաստան եմ And the heat's good but I hope our hearts are warm as well Հուշնեմ որ մեր սիրտերն էլ տաք են It's lovely to be with you again and to share fellowship շատ ուրախ եմ որ նորից ձեր մեջ եմ եւ հաղորդակցություն ունենք միասին I have to thank this church for widening my vision. Շնորհակալ եմ այս եկեղեցուց, որ իմ տեսիլքս լայնացրել է. For many of the young people from this church or who have attended this church who were students at the Iranian Bible College. Այս եկեղեցու երտասարդների չատերը Shackleford Bible College-ի աշակերտներից էին. Some of them we traveled to that great country of Ireland together. Նրանցից մեկ քանիսի հետ մենք Ireland-ը ճամփորդել միասին and uh, it gave us opportunity to share our christian experience together and i was enriched by that եւ սա առիթ եղավոր մեկ մեր քրիստոնեական փորձառություններ կիսվենք մի միած հետ եւ դրա միջոցով մեր կյանքը ավելի հարստացավ i some of you may know already but i'd like to repeat it again ձեզնից ոմանք արդեն իման մեկ բայց կուզեմ մեկ անգամ էլ եւս կշկնել that about 12 years ago i had a heart attack 12 տարի առաջ ես սրտի հիվանդություն է ունեցել And after that I was very ill for nearly uh, two months. There were many times that I was unconscious for many days. And during that time I believe the Lord gave me a vision. I didn't know very much about Iran at that time. Այդ ժամանակ ես Պարսկաստանի մասին շատ գաղափար չունեի but i knew that god's children there were under persecution and i had prayed for them բայց իմանում եմ եւ զգում եմ որ աստծու զավակները այդ երկրի մեջ հալածանքի տակ էին եւ նրանց համար ես աղոթում էին and during that uh, time i remember seeing a, a picture of the map of iran եւ այդ ժամանակ որ հիվանդ եմ հիշում եմ որ ես Պարսկաստանի քարտեզը աչքից առաջ եկավ and uh, it was very dark shot mutuchan mecher et kartezi patkere just one or two pictures or one or two little lights were burning quite brightly teg teg pokr luser ein phailum and i believe that these represented the believers in iran at that time yev yes zgatsim vor ais pokr luser parskastani havatatsialnerin ein but as i watched another little light came on and another little light came on and another little light came on and it began to happen in almost every one of the towns of Iran. Եվ երբ որ ես շարունակամ տեսնելու այս տեսիլքը այդ լուսերը կամաց կամաց ավելացան տարբեր տեղերում։ And slowly the light began to spread right over the whole of the country. Եվ կամաց կամաց տեսամ այս լուսերը տարածվան ամբողջ Պարսկաստանի մեջ։ And my heart became really uh, rejoicing at uh, what I was seeing. Եվ սիրտը սկսավ ուրախանալ այդ բանը որ ես տեսնում եմ աչքիս առաջ։ But something else happened. Բայց ուրիշ մեծ բան էլ տեղի ունեցավ։ God began to take those lights and to move them around the map of the world. Աստված սկսավ վերցնել այս լույսերը եւ տեղափոխել նրանց աշխարի տարբեր մասերում։ And I believe what God was saying to me was this that God is going to bless the country of Iran. Եվ այս համոզմունք ունեցան որ աստված օրտնելու է Պարսկաստան երկիրը։ And God is going to bless the people of Iran. 
աստված օրտնելու է պարսկաստանի ժողովրդին։ Եվ այդ հավատացյալներին ուղերկելու է աշխարի տարբեր մասերում։ Ուրիշներ էլ կային, որ աստված ձրել էր այդ երկրի մեջ։ Եվ չիշտ կարծես այս մյուս մարկանց աստված մի զորություն էր տվել յուղի միջոցով, որ լսնեն դրանց վրա։ Աստված նրանց իրականչուն և ճշմարտություն ներ ծույս տվել։ կարողություն էր տվել աստուխոս կհասկանալու։ Երկեր էր տվել աստված նրանց։ Եվ ճիշտ կարծես դրանց միջոցով աստված պարսկաստանի ժողովրդին պատրաստում էր իր խոսքի համար։ Երբ որ հիվանդանոցի ստում վերադարձամ, ես չէ իմ իմանում, որ ինչ պետք է անեմ, աստված շատ հստակ ձևով ինձ հետ խոսել էր, և երբ որ մի որ աղոտքի մեջ է եմ, աստված խոսեց ինձ հետ և ասավ գնապարսկաստան։ Ուրեմը բելվաստից տոմսակը կտրում է էր թալու պարսկաստան։ Ընկերոչս արցրամք ուզես ինձ հետ ճամպուրդ է։ Չի մանում, որ դեղ է մեր թում։ Ում հետ եմ մնալու։ Եվ երկրի մասին էս շատ կիչ տեղեկություն ունեին։ Բայց այս ընկերոչ սետ միասին երեկ շապատ մենք ճամփորդեցինք հյուսիցից հարավ արևելքից արև մուտք։ Մի քանի անգամ ոթանավով գնացինք, բայց ընդհանրապես ոթոբուսով ինք ճամփորդում գիշերներ։ Ուրեմ ես կարող անում եմ կշերներ ոթոբուս, որ ճամպորդ մեր ոթոբուսի մեջ կնեմ և առավոտով երկերը տեսնեմ։ Եվ ես իսկապես սիրահարվան պարստաստան երկրի հետ։ Եվ երբ որ ես տարբեր կաղաքներից անստում եմ, տարբեր փողոսներից, բազարներից և կրոնական տեսներ տեղերն է իմ հանդիպում, ճիշտ ըզգում եմ, որ աստված այդ երկրի բերը դրել է իմ սրտիս մեջ։ Մենք մեկությունեն ճաշի հրավիրեցին, իրենց տուները տարեն, և հոյակապ ժամանական սկացրանք։ Եվ վերադարձամ այն տեղից և ունեիմ այս ճնշում իմ սրտիցվրա, որ պետք է այսպեսի ժողովուրդ Հիսուսին ճանանչի։ Եվ տաս երկու տարիրա, որ դա իմ սրտիս պապագնա եղել։ 
Sometimes I've been able to go to Iran and sometimes I haven't. But I praise God through fellowship. With a number of organizations and a number of people. God has given me the grace to be able to just encourage and encourage and encourage those that I believe God is putting his hand upon for a special ministry at this time. And so I believe that as we look into the future, God is beginning to bring those lights more and more into that country and also to other countries around the world. But can I add just one thing that I feel on my heart that God is going to do? That's a little bit extra. I believe that God was going to take the people of Iran and touch Iranians all around the world. But I believe God's going to do even greater than that. I believe that God is going to demonstrate through his power, through Iranians, through the Muslim world as a whole, the power of our God. And so that's why I'm here tonight. To enjoy fellowship. To know that when hearts burn together, yeah. we encourage each other, we strengthen each other, and we get a greater vision of what God has for us. Now, God has given this church here a very special privilege. Here in this great city of London. The crossroads for many people going to many places in the world. And God has put this church in Chiswick. And God has got a plan for this church. And we're only in the beginning. God has got great things for the future. During this last year, I've been working at a church down in Bristol. About 10 of the members of that church have been to Iran with me. And the other morning, one of the men who's retired came in and he said, George, I was praying last night and when I woke up this morning, God said this. Prepare yourself. that word back to me time and time again. Prepare. Because I'm going to do great things. 
This morning I spoke about bringing people to Jesus. And we looked at the uh, man who was a paralytic a man and who was there and four men came and brought him to Jesus. We find it in three of the Gospels but uh, I've based my sermon on, on uh, Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. It says in, in the first verse that a few days later when Jesus entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. Mark, Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. A few days later, when Jesus entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. And many gathered that were there, and there was no room left, even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Jesus came to the city. It's a city that he'd moved to from Nazareth to Capernaum and set up his home there. Uh, we, as we watch and through the scriptures and through the gospels, we find he went on his preaching tours and came back to that place. It was the home of his first four disciples, Simon Peter, his brother Andrew, James and his brother John. And everyone in the town heard that he was there. Now, I grew up in a village in Ireland. And it was said that if I sneezed at one end of the village, by the time I got home, my mother knew I had a cold. <laughs> so you can imagine that all of these people throughout the day and the evenings were talking about this great man Jesus. And, and so when he came, everybody came to see him and to hear him. Um, later on, we discovered that there were some people there who got there early for the first class seats. Now, these were religious people. We got a lot of those in Ireland as well. They always turn up early and they always like the best seats. If, some, if somebody comes and sits in their seat, oh dear. 
And uh, these men were religious people. They were Pharisees and teachers of the law. And they came from all the towns around there and they came also from Jerusalem to hear Jesus. It's interesting though that when they came they came but they didn't bring anybody with them. Came because it was a religious meeting. Came to hear the preacher. And then to have a criticism session afterwards. It's uh, like they used to say in my home in Ireland that sometimes we had not just roast dinner but roast preacher as well. Uh, and that was the kind of uh, attitude of the folks that came there. But there were, there were four people in that town who were different. And, and they were four men who had a friend. They had a friend who, who was paralyzed. I was thinking about this during the week because very often when I'm preaching a sermon I like to live in it for a couple of weeks. And I fell asleep just thinking about this man. And I woke up about four o'clock in the morning and it was as if God had just put his hand on me and said, don't move. Don't move your hands. Don't move your legs. Don't move your head. Just lie there. And it was almost as if I was inside that man where he was. You could see the dogs going past at the side. You could see the people who walked by and went a little bit round because he smelt a little bit on his mat. You could see the fly that came and landed on his face, but he couldn't touch it. This man was totally paralyzed. And he had nothing except a mat. He had no food of his own. He couldn't work to get it. Because he had no job. He had no place in society. He was just a burden to everybody else. He needed somebody to feed him. Somebody to help him to get his clothes changed. Somebody to help him to go to the toilet. Somebody to turn him over so that he didn't get bad sores. This man lay there and he had nothing. But yet he had. 
բայց ուներ մի բան and what he had will change this church եւ այն բանը որ այդ մարդու ուներ կարող ասի եկեղեցին փոխել he had four friends չորս ընկերներ ուներ բարեկամներ ուներ my church down in bristol is growing fast մեր բրիստոլի եկեղեցին շատ արագությամբ աճում է and you know what it is people ask me what's your strategy եւ մարդիկ ինձնից հարցնեն ինչ է գախնիքը and it was a meeting of other church leaders from our area and i looked at the other man who's working in the church with me and i said to him what's our strategy եւ ժողովներ ժողով ունեցանք ուրիշների հետ ուրիշ եկեղեցիների ղեկավարների հետ եւ ես իմ գործակիցից հարցրեմ ասեմ որ մեր ֆորմուլը ինչ է and i scratched my head a little bit and he scratched his head a little bit and he said what's our strategy եւ մոլորված ենք մի իրարից հարցրանք անցանք ինչ է մեր գախնիկը ինչ է մեր ֆորմուլան շատ մեծ ծրագիր ունենք Do, do we have special techniques? Hatuk me technik uneng? And then he looked at me and he said, "I know what it is." Gortsakesis inzi nayav asu yes iman me minche gakhnika. Friendship. Ankerutyun uneng iraru het. Commitment to people. Nevirvats nel mi miants. Because these men they got onto that man's mat. Borovetev ash chors ankernere as martu hetein. Now maybe he wasn't so easy to get along with. Գուցե շատ նա դժվար էլ բնավորություն էր եւ հեշ չեր նրա հետ զազվելը. Maybe he was resentful. Գուցե նա շատ դառնացած էր. Maybe he was angry. Գուցե շատ զայրացած էր. Maybe maybe he wanted to speak out against everybody and everything. Գուցե ուզում էր ամեն մարդուց եւ ամեն ինչի համար գանգատվել նա. This man had to take time. Եվ այս չորսոքին պետք է ժամանակ տայի նրա դա մեն բաների հանդերց պետք է հետ նստեի They had to feel the frustration they had to feel the pain they had to get close sometimes to the smell Պետք է զգայի նրա տառապանքը զգայի նրա ապրումները եւ դիմանայի նրա տհաճելի հոտը Somebody told me of uh, an experience just not very long ago in a very beautiful big church just a new big church in Bristol մի մարդ կիսում էր ինձ հետ մի շատ մեծ եւ գեղեցիկ եկեղեցու մասին Բրիստոլում and they were wanting people to come and see their church եւ ուզում էին որ ամեն մարդ կա եւ իրանց գեղեցիկ եկեղեցին they wanted to make the congregation bigger ուզում էին որ ժողովրդի թիվը ավելանար but just about 3 or 4 weeks ago uh, an irish tinker family that's a, a traveling family in ireland came in with about 6 children Եվ մի քանի շափատարած իռլանդացի մի ընտանիք որ սրանք ջիպսիների նման են եկան այդ Their shoes were dirty. Կեղտոտ կոշիկներով. Their feet were dirty. Their 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 clothes were dirty. Իրանց հագուստները կեղտոտ էր. They came in and sat down and put their feet on the chair in front. Եկան նստան ոտներն էլ դրան աթորների վրա. And the wife sat there and she looked around her and had a little chat with everybody. Կինն էլ եկավ նստավ շուրջիների հետ սկսավ խոսել. And the man got up in the first 20 minutes and went outside and had a smoke and came back in again and then got up and went out and had a smoke and came back in again. Ամուսինն էլ եկեղեցուն 10-4 անգամ դուրս գնաց սիգար ծխավ գնաց եկավ. And people were looking at them. Եվ եկեղեցու անդամներ իրանց էին նայում. And someone was saying to the children. Եվ մեխանիզմներ լրեցնում էին երեխաներին սուսարեք. And on the way out they heard one of the children say to the other child Եվ դուրս գալու ժամանակ տեսան երեխաներից մեկը մյուսին այսպեսի ասեց 
speak church. New church. And sometimes God sends people that make the place messy. Jesus spent time with publicans and sinners. With racketeers and prostitutes. He walked the dark side of the street. And the religious people came and said to the disciples, Why does your master sit there and eat with them? Probably they were thinking, why is he not up in the, in the synagogue? Why isn't he talking theology? But he's here telling stories on the dark side of the street. Jesus came to seek and to save those who were lost. I remember as a child hearing a song that it talked about the good shepherd going out and going into the, the, the difficult places and getting caught in the briars and, and caught in the brambles trying to find that sheep. But you know, these men could have thought, oh, I don't want to get involved with him. It's just too inconvenient. I haven't got the time. I've got to get home and watch the news and hear the next program on TV. It might cost me something. Lady came into the church the other day and uh, God's Holy Spirit just told me to give her a little bit of money. Her eyes filled up with tears. And I said, I know you need that because God's told me you do. And she told me that twice the night before, between 12 o'clock and 4 o'clock in the morning, people had knocked on her door in desperate situations and she'd given the last that she had. I'm not saying this in a proud way, but I do believe that we've got to get where the action is. During this last week, I've been with people to the Child Protection Agency. Uh, 
for hours with that family. Is that what Jesus would do? How often do we walk the other side of the street? And we want the nice people to come to our church. And we want the people who seem to be gifted and think, if only they came to our church, how great they would be in serving the Lord. God can take the simplest uh, and, and the people who perhaps are the most unlearned and use them in a mighty way. There's a man who's working with me while I've been renovating a, a building as a social center for these people, and, and he's very little education. For, for many years, he was under mental uh, protection and so on in an institution. But some people came to our church and uh, found him and they, they, they brought him and they cared for him, they looked after him and they taught him about Jesus. And I would say this, God has given him the faith of a child. One day we were there and we didn't have any money and we were just boiling up some water in one of the saucepans and he said, you know, I think we need some kettles. And I said, well, look at the box. I said, there's nothing there. We've spent all we've got. So he just said to me in, in his own lovely way, he said, well, before we go home, let's talk to Jesus about it. And he prayed just a lovely, beautiful, simple prayer saying, Lord, we just need a couple of kettles in this place to do, welcome the people in and, and to give them a cup of tea and make them feel at home. I came in the next morning and he was there before me. And he had the, the CD player up 90%, almost 100%. You could hear it down the road before I even got to the place. And he was walking around and walking around and he was so happy. And I said, what's wrong with you? He said, I came this morning and when I came there were two bags at the front door. Now this used to be a charity shop and people used to bring all kinds of stuff to it. So in the first bag there was a lot of clothes. But in the second bag, there was two boxes. They weren't even opened. 
You know, I think I think we need to get back to that simple childlike faith. We just make it too complicated sometimes. And Jesus came and he met people where they were and he met their needs. And these four men believed that Jesus could meet this man's need. And their compassion was worked out in action. In Ireland, we've got a few islands off the edge of Ireland. And one day, uh, and most of you want to go out onto the island, you'll get a rowboat and there'll be... Uh, Usually an old man who's been a fisherman or something before and he's retired and he's rowing the boat out there. And some tourists looked at his, his boat and looked at his oars. And on one was written faith and on the other was written works. And the, the tourist said to him, what, what's that written on your, your, your rowers, your, your oars? So he said, well, hold on a minute. So he lifted one of the oars in, that was the, the, the one for works, and he set it inside and he took the one for faith. And he started rowing with faith. The boat started to go round and round in circles. So he put the faith one in, he took the works one. He started rowing with that as well. And then he started going round in circles the other way. And then he took the both of them and he started to row. And off they went as straight as a die and very fast for the island. And he said, faith without works is dead. How often we pass by and said, you've got pity for that man or that woman or that child. But compassion means action. We've got to believe what we say. You probably know the story of the tightrope walker across the Niagara Falls. Yes, he came from Paris originally. And he was a great tightrope walker and he used to walk across a tightrope from many of the big buildings in Paris. 
նա շատ կարող մեկներ եւ կարող էր թոգի վրայց մի շենքի մյուս շենք երթար քայլելով թոգի վրայց եւ մի ամերիկացի նրան ասավ ես վստահ եմ որ դու չես կարող անես ուզում ենք Նիագարա ջրվեժի վրայց այս կողմից անկոմ թոք քաշենք եւ եթե դու ճիշտ ես ասում վրայց քայլիր but blondie said i'll come and do it բայց բլոնդին ասավ որ ես կարող եմ կամ եւ կանեմ so he came got the rope across got a bandage across his eyes so that he was uh, blindfolded ուրեմն եկավ թոքը կապավ իր աչքերն էլ գոցեց got a wheelbarrow wheelbarrow վերցրա with a big uh rod across the top of it yeah will barrow ever al mi yeshkar gerandra and he walked across the top of it yeah toki writes achker kogpats khayla got to the other side and the man was waiting muskogma hasab amerikatsin everybody was cheering amme mart vokhevoru mer urakhatsatser he said to the man do you believe now that i can do it amerikatsut harsavasab hima havatum es did you really believe i can do it Իսկ ապես հավատացածես որ ես ես կարող եմ անել։ Yes, I do. I really. He said, "Do you really really believe I can do it?" Մարտն ասա որ դու իսկ ապես իսկ ապես սրտանց հավատում ես որ ես կարող եմ անել, ասավ այն։ He said, "Well, hop into the wheelbarrow and let's go." Ուրեմն նստիր իմ wheelbarrow-ս մեջ ես հիմա քեզ էլ կտանի։ Նրան said, "No." Բայց Մարտը պատասխանեց ոչ։ You see, I believe when we say God can do anything. I believe when we say God wants us to go there and see people's lives transformed then we really have to put action to our faith. Yes, հավատացածեմ երբ որ մենք ասում ենք ես հավատում եմ կամ աստված ասում եմ մի գործ կանելու պետք է երթանք եւ պետք է անենք. And these men had cooperation together. Եվ այս 4 ընկերների իմանն մեն ինչպես իրար հետ գործել։ I talked to Rosita earlier on about this we were talking about cooperation together in a team. Rosithai het as newti masin arach khosum ei mor inchpes me khumbi mech petke karoganan anthamnerin bimians het gortsel. And these men came and they took each side of the thing and they began to walk. As chorsen kerner yekan amen meke gortki me poch brnav yev sksan khailel. What happens if halfway there one of them decides oh I'm not going to do it anymore? Inch kliner yete meke nasav el yes chem usum ane. The man falls off his his mat. Martha gortki vrais tsats kngner. Or if there's three of them decide not to do it and there's only one man there what's he going to do roll him up in his mat put him on his shoulder and try and Kam yete yerek hasin el menk chen karogan me hokin karogh er martin pater gorgi mech usin drner taner gorch And he's not going to get there probably Yep havanabar et zevo martu tegh cher hasni Jesus needed a team Jesus pet kuner vor chor soki irar het gortsein Is this church a team Archok es yekegetsin miabanutsam ben gortsumi mians het And each one of you've got a corner. Amen meket me ankyunek vertsel. Of somebody's mat. Meki gorki me pochnek tuk pernats. Helping each other. Oknumek me mians. Encouraging each other. Vokhevorumek me mians. Praying for each other. Agotumek irar hamar. God wants us to work as a team. Astvats uzuma vor mek miaban zevov irar het gortsen. And these men knew where they were going. Ash chorsokin iman mein vor vor degenertu. Reminds me the story of one of our members of parliament. Hishesnum ein zi mer parlamenti antamnerits meki masin. He was going on the train and the conductor came along and asked him for his ticket. Yeshkatov chamfortumer yev yekan irenis tomsak uzetsi. Looking in all of his pockets and looking in his briefcase and he couldn't get the ticket anywhere uh, and the ticket man said to him he said it's okay it's okay I know you just post it to me uh, uh, afterwards when you find it. 
Եվ սկսավ նայլ իր կրպաները, իր պայուսակը, տոմսակը չճարախ, մյուս մարդերասակ անհոգ երիր, երբ որ տեղ խասար է, տոմսակը պոստով ինձի ուղաշկիր։ Եվ մարդը պատասխանավ ասավ ես պտահոգված չեմ, որ տոմսակը ստամք ես կամ չտամ, բայց վեմ տոմսակը ճայմ տեսնեմ վրեն գրածա ես որ դեղ պետք է էրթամ։ Աշ չորսոքին իմանում էին որ դեղ են էրթում, իրանց ողու� բայց երբ որ հասանը դեղ մի դժվարության հանդիպեցին։ Ինչքան անգամ ապատահել, որ մենք միտք ունենք մեկին ոգնելու և տեստում ենք դժվարությունների ենք հանդիպում։ Բայց պետք է հարատև ենք էտ դժվարությ Faith never gets discouraged about difficulties. I shared with some of the evangelists here this morning that as a young boy of 17, I used to preach in the market in Ireland. There was a square of shops all around and there was a place that was open just in front of the bank and they allowed us to preach there. Չորս կող կխանութներ կային կենտրոնում մի տեղ կար և թույլ են տարից, որ մենք այն տեղից կարոզ են։ Ամմի շապատ ես էրդում էի մատեղ և կարոզում եմ, մի շապատ էլ, որ գնացին սկսավ անձևել։ Երբ որ իրլանդիայի մեջ Եվ մի քանի ռոպ է կարոզելուս Այդ օրվանից 15-16 տարի հետո մայրը ստան մեջ է և մեկը դուրը սկսես թակել։ Եվ հարցավ ասավ, դու տիկին բակստրն ես։ Դու մի տղա պետք է ունենաս, որ մոտավրապես իմա երեսում տարեկան պետք է լիշտրը։ 
I was walking down through the center of the town. I was a drunkard. He said, I drunk and spent all the money. We'd lost our house. My wife had left me. Yes, She'd taken our children away from me because I was violent. And I hated myself. And that day I was walking down through the town to go to the river at the end of our town and throw myself in and drown myself. And he said, as I walked through the square, the rain came down. Now, I was pretty drunk, but I knew that I needed to get in somewhere to stay dry. So I fell into a doorway just at the other side of the square. And I lay there, and this voice started to talk to me about Jesus. And she, he said, and the rain got worse, and the rain got worse, and the voice got louder. And it told me about Christ, and it told me about his crucifixion, and it told me that Jesus could save sinners and change their lives. And he said, I just prayed a little prayer. God help me. And then he said, because of the drink, I fell asleep. And when I woke up, the voice wasn't there. And the guy across the street wasn't there either. He said, I went back. I got free of a drink. I'm back with my wife. I'm back with my children and I'm working in the church. Friends, we never know what will happen, but if we're obedient to the call of God, things will happen in this church. And difficulties are only another stepping stone to see the devil defeated and Jesus glorified. And sometimes we have to be a bit unorthodox, unreligious. I've been in church where they say, we don't do it that way here. We've never done it that way. They've never got anybody in either. <laughs> but these people were there and they weren't going to be beaten. So they went up the outside and onto the roof. Can you imagine people down below, all these religious people sitting around listening to Jesus? Then the stones start to come down. 
The ceiling starts to fall. They're sitting there in all their religious gowns and and all their proper things on their nice chairs near Jesus. And the next thing, a dirty, smelly mat comes down. And there's a man lying on it looking dead scared. And they look up and there's four sweaty faces up on the top and dirty hands looking down. Jesus looked up. That's the first thing it says in the thing. Jesus looked up. And he saw people who were concerned. And he saw people who were doing something together. And he saw people who, no matter what the difficulties were be, they were going to overcome them. And he saw people looking down in expectation. Because they believed that Jesus was going to do something. God tonight has already said to this church, get prepared because God's going to do something. He's going to do great things. Jesus looked up and saw the man. And he saw their faith. Jesus looked down and he saw the man. He saw him in his physical condition. But he also saw his heart. And this man had come to the place where he was realizing his own sinfulness before Jesus. But his faith was also rising. Slowly his faith was rising as he was lying there before Jesus. Now in other cases, sometimes Jesus healed before people believed. But in this case, Jesus dealt with his heart and then with his body. And he said, your sins are forgiven you. That was wonderful. But there's four faces up the top looking down. The man's still on his mat. He's still not being healed. But they're still there. And they're expecting Jesus to transform this man's life. You know, I believe God's going to bring people in here and they're going to get saved. Hallelujah! 
Hallelujah. But not only that, God's not going to only save them, He's going to transform their lives. They're going to go back to the place where they were and people are going to be amazed. Jesus looked up. Jesus looked down. Jesus looked around and saw the critics. The critics who were all religious but were no part of what's happening here. Jesus looked into everybody's heart. Those up there. That man down there. And those around in the building. When he looks down tonight at your heart here in this building. What's he find tonight? Because what he finds in your heart will determine what he's going to do. But if we believe in the God of miracles, we believe tonight that God wants to transform our lives and send us out with a passion for people. And we're prepared to pay the cost. Let's pray. Father, we stand or sit before you tonight. And Lord, you know our hearts. Father, you know whether we need a fresh touch from you tonight. Many of us come to church quite often and we have to confess that we've lost our fire for bringing other people to Jesus. Lord, we know that you need to touch us again and again and again and keep our fire burning. God, tonight we pray that you will come by your Holy Spirit and that you will anoint us afresh for the ministry that you want us to do. Lord, prepare us. Make us ready. Set our hearts on fire because we believe you're going to do great things in this house. Lord, help us not to be like the critics. Very religious, but with no real love. Men who were nitpicking without really having a passion for those. God, 
God give us the faith. The commitment. To feel the pain. To get in the mess. To get into people's lives where they're so need, needy. And Lord, to take as long as it takes to do it. These men may have taken two or three years to get to this point. Lord, give us that commitment. And we pray, Father, that we might see a great blessing from you in this place. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.